Imagine what it'd be like if we were really curious about each other. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Relational Spirituality, the weekly podcast of LargerStory.com, the podcast that sees all relationships as spiritual and all spiritual formation as relational. Now, here's your host for this week, Kep Crab. Welcome, everybody, to Relational Spirituality. I'm your host today, Kep Crab, the podcast of Larger Story, where you get to belong, be known, and become who you're supposed to be. I'm joined today by a good friend of mine. We were having breakfast oh, a week or two ago and just having a really good conversation and talking about a bunch of different things. And I said, why don't you join me on a podcast today? So I'm going to introduce a friend of mine. Roosevelt Leslie's joining us today. Rose, thanks for joining me today, my man. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, for sure. When we were chatting a week or two ago, whatever it was, we were having a conversation that I think where it was an iron sharpening iron conversation. I left that breakfast encouraged. One of the things that we were chatting about is some of the stuff you're doing now to disciple younger kids. You're a basketball coach. You do some things like that. You work at a, a, a local high school here in the Denver area. But tell me what that looks like on a day-to-day basis with you, bro. Yeah, for me, like you said, I'm a coach, I'm a father, so I always try to keep the main thing the main thing, and, you know, what that looks like for me is the health and well-being of that young person, how are they doing overall, and that kind of, going through that checklist tells me, like, how further I can go as far as the other things are concerned in life, basketball or school, but just a general check-in, making sure they're okay, if we can't go past there then that's fine too. But just being a support system, I'm always a support and and just a check-in in general for our young men. But yeah, that could look like a lot of different things. You know, it's really interesting when I hear you talk about that. I just literally five minutes ago got off the phone with a really good friend of mine who's um, about 10 years younger than me. And I was a little bit of a mentor to him when we were younger. Hmm. And we were talking about what what it's like to be a parent now. And his kids are, are growing up. He's got one in, just in college now and one in high school. And my kids are out of college. And you're in that same stage with a kid getting out of, out of high school and a, and a kid in college and some of that kind of stuff, which is really fun. Sure. But we talk about what does it mean to be a father? And we went into the, the whole fathering piece and, and the whole notion. You just said it there, which I think is really neat. You said, I'm available. Now, it, it can go a lot of different directions. But you know that with your kids... And with these other kids that you're mentoring, which is a bunch of them, because I know, because you and I talk about it all the time, I think you just being present, being with, being there. Talk a little bit about that, bro, because that's something that I think you do really well. Hmm. The inviting people to know that I'm, I'm here if you need me. For sure. Within all this, the structure stuff that you have as a coach, a father, like you said, being available is very important. I'll let my guards down from time to time. I think that's where vulnerability starts the depthness of a relationship. And for me, I tell the kids they can ask me anything. Say that again. You said vulnerability is about the depth of the relationship. I I think it creates the depth of the relationship. Okay. Okay. So kids are, they want to tell somebody when they're struggling. Sometimes there's not that safe place to do so. So they might hold it in. It might come out as anger or it might come out as many different emotions. And I think every kid needs a a safe place, an adult, a trusted adult in their lives, whether that's a teacher, a coach, a parent. 
And, and so for me, just try to have pockets of time where I'm talking about stuff other than school, other than basketball, other than real life work, give it, giving the platform to kids to talk about just like what's on their mind, what's on their hearts at that current moment. And it might be failures that they had, it might be successes. Um, I know my son and his friends um, in our school had homecoming this past weekend. So Jay, just asking them, hey, are you going on a date with anyone? And just, just being open. Yeah. It, it seems like, too, for some of these kids that you're working with, and certainly for your own two boys, you've got a real vision for them and what you'd love to see them be and what their potential really could be and how you've poured into that. And I think you've done that, too, with some of these other kids. Something that stands out as I think about your life a little bit, Rose, is you've got guys on your right side who you're mentoring, and you've got guys on your left side who you're being mentored by. And you've Sorry. said that's, a, that's so it's really a two-way deal. And I was talking with my friend just a little bit ago how at some point you got to realize that you're going to be on that mentoring side where you're getting older. You become the old man of the group. And, um, nothing's wrong with that. And I think I'm stepping into that a little bit now in, in my getting a little bit older here. But mm-hmm. I still have a couple of older guys that pour into me that I get a chance. They're, they're 20 years my senior and I get a chance to ask them any question because they're available. And then I've got guys younger than me, like yourself, who hopefully I get a chance to. But it's amazing, bro, how much you pour into me as well. It's such a two-way street. Even that that breakfast we had, which is what inspired this podcast today. Hmm. I said, I have to have a conversation with you on the podcast. We've talked about some things like this. I think we did a webinar a few years ago or something like that. But to have you talk about relational things and how you can kind of cross-generationally disciple and mentor some of these younger people that are in such need of a mentor, of someone they can look up to. Definitely. As you think about your own kids, mm-hmm. and one of the things we're talking about this last quarter, we just got done talking about Soul Talk. And I know you've read this book, Soul Talk, and that's, that kind of gives you some handles on how to have these kind of conversations beneath and thinking with a passion, thinking vision as you're having a conversation and thinking curiously, how, what makes you tick? Asking a lot of questions. And now we're moving into the book on prayer, Papa Prayer. And this is what you and I talked about mm-hmm. last week at breakfast. How's your prayer life right now? Well, for me, to be honest, I can't live without it. And for me, that just looks like a, just a conversation with God when I wake up, when I go to sleep, and pretty much giving him everything that I have. I don't want to, I don't, I try not to wake up with any burdens and try not to go to sleep with any burdens. So I, it's, he gets a higher pay grade for me to give that stuff to him. So I just say like a conversation. I love, I'm at a healthy place to just have conversations with God and our creator and I can't do without it. Yeah. Yeah. I sensed that the morning we were chatting and the way you were talking about prayer was very encouraging to me because there's not a lot of young guys that, that that's a confusing part of people's lives. The prayer life is a, is sometimes challenging. And so what does it mean to have, and I know that it's not always super gratifying and, and satisfying, but what does it mean to have a relationship with the God of the universe who you're talking to? And I think that's something that blows my mind, that I actually have the spirit of Jesus in me that gives me access to the Father in a way that my prayers are actually being heard. And one of the things we talk about in the Papa Prayer, which we're talking about this last quarter, is what does it mean to present yourself 
in a way that says I'm being honest where I'm at. I'm not in a good place. Or, or like you just said, you're in a good place. I love hearing that. That's awesome. And then to attend to where you are and then to purge what's blocking you from knowing the father better and then approach God, the father as your deepest desire and the doors that seems to open for the Holy Spirit to do his thing and and maneuver is just supernatural is the only thing I can think of. And I saw that in your face the other day as we were talking, because you were talking about praying for your boys. Is there got some decisions coming up with colleges and Mm-hmm. different life decisions. And I asked, how do you pray for your boys nowadays? What I can't remember exactly what you said, but uh, it was profound. Tell me, unpack that a little bit again. Yeah, I don't remember the the specifics of that conversation, but uh, you know how I go about prayer with myself and my boys. Uh, first, just presenting, presenting where I am with God, thanking him for who he is, asking him questions, basically guiding. I use prayer as a roadmap. I pray for wants and needs, but I also talk about God, talk to God about the hard stuff as well. And so that way, when I'm not wanting to come to him, I know that I can because the difficulties of life navigate me towards him as well. Um, But for my boys specifically, um, just praying for uh, school, their relationships, that they basically will have the same uh, yearning to talk to God uh, as I do. And that God brings through their circumstances in life and daily matters, uh, school, sports, that he'll, he will remind him of who he is. Wow. Mm-hmm. You're just reminding me of the importance of good fathering. For sure. And that's not to diminish the importance of good mothering, because I think kids need a good mother and a good father. Definitely. But uh, but you're leaning into that and you're, you're, you're actually taking that role on with other people as well. Because that's what coaches do. You've had coaches. If you can sit now and think, who are the two or three or four guys or people that have influenced your life that you would say, this person walked with me at a time, or this person has, his, his life or her life has impacted me in a way that is what you're trying to do now. Could you think of those kind of people? Yeah, for me, the people that are like life-changing that have been right beside me, like you said earlier, are those people that are mentors. And maybe they weren't my coaches or the teachers, but they were life life people that poured into me, asked me tough questions. They held me accountable. Even people like yourself, meeting with you for breakfast and talking about our relationship with Christ. People like Brian Ford. And uh, yeah, uh, just like life mentors, as we're doing the work, we need to be replenished. And like you said, ask questions of people that know a little bit more than us. And uh, we can do the same thing with prayer, too, is talking to the Lord about the, this world that he created himself. But as you say that, it makes me think that it's all so tied together. And I think your time in the scriptures, your time in prayer are just intertwined completely. <laughs> time with community, when you have conversations that matter and your time in prayer, those are just intertwined. And so when you make this part of your, of who you are, your prayer life, as you go through life and, and allow the Lord to, the big topic that we've been talking about, and Rose, you've been part of this with me and everybody who watches this podcast of mine knows that what does it mean to be a spirit led individual? A, a, a person that says the, the, the spirit of Jesus Christ in me, I want you to guide my life help guide my decisions, help guide my relational tensions, help guide who I am as a person who represents Jesus by how I relate to others today. And 
that's been the question that's just been just on my mind so much. And I know prayer is such a huge part of that. Hmm. And I know dad wrote this book of Papa Prayer because he was confused about prayer. And he felt his prayer life was oftentimes really weak. And you dive into that and you explore and dive into that mystery. But as you start to, as you start to, to, to disciple these kids and, and to pray for them and you're praying for me, what can we pray for you about, man? What are some things that you need prayer about, Russ? I think being a mentor, a lot of times you have a lot of high energy and sometimes you don't. And I'm always looking for that consistency and just, you know, open hearts, open minds, the spirit to prompt us to where those hearts and minds are. Uh, because sometimes we can go about our day and miss assignment. Yeah. And so that's a huge prayer. There's, there's a lot of people at schools and, and coaches like me who, who want to have an impact. But when you talk about the spirit leading us, that's one huge prayer is that the spirit will lead us to those vulnerable hearts, kids that want to change course, but don't know how. People like myself, we're ready. We're ready That's to work the fields. Awesome. That's, That's it. The work you're doing, Rose, is just so good. And I think you're bringing a lot of pleasure to the Father okay. as you're doing that. And it's just fun, man. We've got to definitely grab another breakfast soon, my man. For sure. I just really appreciate the time today. I just wanted to chat with you. We have these conversations, and I get a chance to have a lot of them, but there's just a few guys that I really enjoy just sitting and just hashing things out with. And you're one of them. And we've done that for a long time now. And that's been fun. And I hope it continues, my brother. I appreciate you and the work that you've invested in my life. And man, love all your dad's books and, and Papa Prayers. Definitely one on my shelf that I pull down from time to, man, to just to dial in to God and, and seek his presence. So appreciate that. The Papa Prayer. If you guys don't have it, get one today at uh, LargerStory.com. We've got plenty of them for you. We'd love to get you one. Roosevelt Leslie, thanks for your time today, my man. All right. If you like what you heard today, hit the like button just below. Then come back by subscribing to our podcast channel. For more resources on relational spirituality, go to our website at largerstory.com.